0: الحمد لله رب العالمين والسلام على أشرف محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم my brothers and sisters we continue with the lessons in Islamic manners from the beautiful book of Sheikh Abdul Fatah Abu Gudda, Rahmatul Ali. Today we are talking about the manners of entering or leaving a house. How to enter how to leave. Now how to enter? He says, enter or leave your house or office with your right foot first, because this was the tradition of the Prophet ﷺ. Imam Abu al-Ala Hassan ibn Ahmad al-Hamazani a great scholar of his time was so keen on applying this sunnah to the extent that if someone entered his house <clears throat> with the left foot first, he would ask them to go out and come back and re-enter with the right foot first. He was so much respected that the Sultan of the day would visit him at school and sit in front of him as a student. On one occasion, he told the Sultan to exit with his right foot first and walk on the right side of the road. When entering or leaving a house, do not push open the door violently or slam it shut, nor leave it to close by itself wildly. Such actions stand in contrast to the gracefulness of Islam to which you are honored to belong. Close the door quietly with your hand. You may have heard a hadith reported by Muslim where uh, in that hadith Aisha Siddiqua radiallahu said that Rasulullah said gentleness adorns ever every act its absence will tarnish the act now entering when others are asleep be quiet and gentle if you enter a place where people are sleeping whether during the day or night be considerate do not cause any undue noise when entering or leaving you have heard the saying of Rasulullah, whoever is deprived of gentleness Is deprived of all kinds of goodness Muslim and Tirmidhi Reported that the Honorable companion Al-Miqdad ibn al-Aswad He said We used to keep for Rasulullah His share of milk And when he would come at night he would greet us With a voice loud Enough for those awake To hear without disturbing Those who were asleep So he greeted the people but he didn't Make it So loud that people are sleeping that they wake up. In addition, whenever Rasulullah used to pray at night, he would recite the Quran with a voice that pleased those awake without disturbing those who were asleep. Even while reciting the Quran, he would do it in a way where somebody is sleeping, they are not disturbed. But people who are awake, they can listen to other. Princess uh, Qatar al-Nada was famous for her intelligence, manners and beauty. She was the daughter of the Khmerawai ibn Ahmad al-Tulan, the king of Egypt. She married the Abbasid Khalifa al Mutad Billah, who admired her refined manners and excellent education. Qatar al-Nada, she said, my father taught me an important manner. He said, do not sleep among sitting people and do not sit among sleeping people. Yeah? Do not sleep among sitting people and do not sit among sleeping people. So, if people are sleeping, go sit somewhere, don't sit with them. And if you are uh, people are sitting, don't lie down and sleep. Yeah? today we are so far away from these things, all these sound like some foreign languages then we come to greetings when entering or leaving your house acknowledge those inside by using the greeting of muslims and the motto of islam assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh may the peace mercy and blessings of allah be upon you do not forego this islamic greeting by saying something like sawal khair or hello or good morning or something this is the greeting of islam and the phrase that rasulallah recommended and used Rasulullah sallallahu taught his faithful servant Anas bin Malik r.a to greet his family when entering or leaving his house. Imam tirmidhi reported Rahmatullah that Anas bin Malik said Rasulullah sallallahu said to me, My son, greet your family when you enter your home for that is a blessing for you and your family. Qatada bin Dima al-Sadusi, a prominent Tabai, he said, greet your family when you enter your house. They are the most worthy of your greeting. Tirmidhi reported another hadith wherein Abu Hura stated that As-Sallam said, If you join a gathering, greet them. If you want to leave, greet them. The first is no less important than the second. So, saying, Salam alaikum when you enter, when you are leaving also, Salam alaikum. Imam in his book, Praising the Abyssinians, cited the following from the book of at of, of Attahiyat by Abu Talib al Jumahi. He said every nation has its own way of greeting the Arab will say Salam, Persian emperors required prostrating and kissing the floor that is making sajda before the emperor the Zoroastrians touch their hand on the floor in front of the king the Abyssinians quietly gather their hands and their chest to the floor there the Romans uncover their heads and bow the Nubians which is the greeting in this country remove your hat and you bow the nubians would gesture as if kissing the guest and put both hands on the face all these greetings except salam are forbidden for muslims imam an-nawawi in his majmua he said it is preferred to say bismillahir rahmanir rahim when you enter your house or the houses of the others you should say salam even if you enter a vacant or uninhabited place and say a dua when you leave Tirmidhi and Abu Dawud narrated a hadith by Anas that Rasulullah said, If someone says, Bismillahir Rahmanir rahim in the name of Allah I seek help from Allah, <coughs> uh, there is no strength or might except with Allah, then He will be told, You are protected and saved. And Shaitan will leave Him. So He is saying, Bismillah, wa tawakkaltu ala Allah, wa la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. To say this Bismillah billah. then the person will be protected and saved from Shaitan and Shaitan will leave him. He cited another hadith narrated by Muslim that Jarir bin Abdullah anh, heard Rasulullah saying, if you enter your house and pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when entering and before your meals, meaning saying Bismillah, Shaitan will say to his minions, to the to his to his uh, companions, no sleep and no food. Meaning that it is denied for him. If you enter without saying Bismillah, then Shaitan will say to his minions, "You have got your sleep and your meal." Then announcing your presence. When entering a house, make your presence known to those inside before you approach them. Avoid startling or frightening them, and do not descend upon them suddenly. Right? Even to sometimes you say, oh, boo and all this no. And or quietly going inside like a spy, no. This is is against the dignity of the human being, against the dignity of the person. Right? Uh, Abu Ubaidah Amr bin Abdullah bin Ibn Masood. He said, "My father said, Abdullah bin Masood used to announce his arrival by calling his family in a cordial tone." Imam Ahmad bin Hamdul He said, "When a person enters his house, it is recommended that he makes some sound by." Maybe clearing his throat or tapping his shoes or something. His son Abdullah said, When returning home from the mosque, my father used to announce his arrival before entering by tapping with his shoes or clearing his throat. Imam Bukhari and Muslim reported that Jabir bin Abdullah narrated that Rasulullah denounced those, which means he condemned those who unexpectedly surprised their family at night, whether returning from a trip or otherwise, as if they distrusted them and they want to discover what goes on behind their backs. Right? So it is, if you sneak into the house, it means you are trying to find out something is wrong happening and you are going to catch them. So this is, Nabi Salaam said this is very bad and he condemned this. And finally, seeking permission to enter. If family members are resting in the rooms and you want to join them, it is appropriate to ask for permission or to knock on the door. Otherwise you may see them in a condition that, not, that either of you or they dislike. This applies to the entire household, immediate family or otherwise. In al Muwatta, Imam Malik narrated a hadith transmitted by Atha Ibn Niyasar that a man asked Rasulullah, Should I seek to enter permission, should I seek permission to enter my mother's room? Rasulullah said yes. The man said, We live in the same house together. Rasulullah said, ask permission to join her. The man argued. He said, but I serve her. Rasulullah said, ask permission. He said, would you like to see her naked? He said, no. Rasulullah said, then ask permission before you enter. Because she's alone. She doesn't know who is coming, who is not coming. You know, maybe something. Similarly, a, master, a man asked Abdullah bin Masoud, should I ask permission to enter my mother's room? He said, yes, there are certain circumstances in which you would rather not see her. In another narration, Zainab, the wife of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud said that before opening the door of his house, Abdullah used to make a noise, lest he surprises or embarrasses his family. Likewise, a man called, uh, asked Hudayfa ibn al-Yaman, should I ask permission to enter my mother's room? Hudayfa said, yes, if you do not ask permission, you may cause yourself a needless embarrassment. Musa, the son of the companion radiallahu Ubaidullah, he said, My father went to my mother's room. I followed him. As he entered, he turned towards me and pushed me down, forcing me to sit. Then he reprimanded me. He said, How dare you enter without permission? That is his own mother's room. Nafi, the companion of Abdullah ibn Umar, said, When any of the children of ibn Umar, when they became puberty, came of age, Ibn Umar would assign that child another room. He would not allow any of them to enter his room without permission. Atabi Abi Rabah anu, reported that he asked Ibn Abbas, should I seek permission when calling on my two sisters? Ibn Abbas said yes. He said I am their guardian and their supporter and their provider. He said would you rather see them naked? Then he recited the Quranic uh, ayah which is uh, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, when the children among you come of age, then let them ask permission as those senior to them in age. Thus does Allah make clear signs. Allah is all knowing all wise. And this is the ayat from surah An-Nur. Thus Ibn Abbas concluded that seeking permission is obligatory for all people. Finally, Ibn Masud said a person should seek permission whenever the enter, entering, whenever entering the room, of his father, his mother, his brother or his sister, Jabir Odelan also said a person should take permission whenever he is entering the room of a son or a daughter or a mother, even if she is old or a brother or a sister or the father. We come finally to the issue of knocking and ring. Um, Sheikh uh, uh, Abdul Fattah Abu says. Knock at the door or ring the doorbell in a pleasant way and not louder than is necessary to make your presence known. Do not knock loudly and violently or ring the bell continuously. Remember that you are a visitor, not a thug or an oppressor raiding the house and frightening its its occupants. A woman came to Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal, seeking his opinion on on a religious matter. She banged at his door loudly. He came out saying, this is the banging of the police. Likewise, Bukhari uh, reported in Al Adab al-Mufrad that the Sahaba of Rasulullah Sallam used to knock on the door of Rasulullah with the tips of their fingers. This soft and gentle knocking or ringing is appropriate for those whose living quarters are close to the door. For those living further from the door, it's appropriate to knock on their door without banging or ring the bell loud enough to enable them to hear it. In this regard, Rasulullah said, Gentleness adorns every act. Its absence will tarnish it. In addition, uh, it's reported in Sahih Muslim that Rasulullah also said, Whoever lacks kindness, lacks all good things. Leave an adequate time between two knocks or rings. This will enable those who are maybe praying or making wudu or eating Uh, Also elderly uh, To come to the door Without making them rush Some scholars estimate This interval to be that of Praying time of four akats Keeping in mind That a person may have just started the salah Just before you rang the bell After three spaced knocks Or intermittent rings You may feel that the person you came to know is busy Or otherwise they are not there Or they would have answered you In this case, leave so, knock three times or ring the bell three times, giving some gap between the, between each time and the next time. And after three, if the door is not answered, leave. and Muslim reported that Rasulullah said, if you sought permission three times and were not granted permission, then you must leave. While waiting for permission, do not stand in front of the door. Instead, stand to the side or to one side. Uh, Rasulullah upon coming to someone's door, Avoided facing the door directly, instead he would stand stand to the right or the left of the door. This is to avoid uh, looking directly into the house when somebody opens the door. If you knock on a door and if you ask, who is it? Identify yourself by giving your normal name, common name. Do not respond with, it is me or somebody or guess who. These words are useless in identifying who is at the door. You should not assume that those inside would recognize your voice as it may resemble another person's voice. Don't forget that people differ in the ability to distinguish voices. Rasulullah discouraged one from saying, It's me, because it does not reveal, reveal your name. Bukhari reported that Jabir bin Abdullah said, I came to Rasulullah and knocked on the door and he asked, Who is it? I said, It's me. Rasulullah disapprovingly, he said, me, me is me, me is me. For this reason, the sahaba used to mention their names whenever they were asked, who is it? In another hadith, Bukhari reported that Abu Dhar of the ﷺ said, one night while I was walking, I saw Rasulullah ﷺ wa walking by himself. I walked behind him in the shade of the moon, but he turned around and he saw me. He said, who is there? I said, it's Abu Dhar. This is further confirmed by another hadith reported by Bukhari that Ummahani, a cousin of Rasulullah and the sister of Ali bin Abi Talib Anhu, said, I came to see Rasulullah he was taking a bath and his daughter Fatima was holding a sheet to cover him and he asked, who is it? I said, I am Ummahani. So it, tells, it shows us clearly that this whole, sometimes we do, many people do this thing, who is it? It's me. Uh, do you know who this is? Can you guess all of this is not uh, good behavior? All of this is not recommended in Islam? If somebody says, who is it? Give your name. So, Alhamdulillah, this is from the manners of the Muslim. And uh, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to live our lives in a way where we follow the manners which are have been given to us.